Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we talk about streaming movies and TV shows. We are streamed live every most most not Fridays. every Friday. Yeah, uh, at around Whenever eleven we want. thirty every week. You're every week, get it. yeah, that's a good way to say that. Every week at around eleven thirty on Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Uh, if you don't have time to watch us live, that's totally okay. You can catch us on VOD on YouTube and Rooster Teeth. Catch us on the tubes. There it is. Yeah. There's a VH, yeah, yeah. VHS tape of us floating out there somewhere, somewhere too. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, is it dirty. Collector's oh, edition. no. All right. Oh. If you don't want to see our ugly mugs, you can find us on your favorite uh, podcast services. If we aren't on them, let Tim know and he'll add us there. I am your host, Kevin Coelho, and to my immediate right, we have one. Nick Scarpino. That's right. The man with the three-fingered you ever, movie you review. You scroll through Facebook and be like, who are Never. half these people? Who, who are, are half you? these people? To your Where right, you? my left, we have Tim. <laughs> the, the tool man. second oh. best blue eyes in the Bay Area. Maybe. Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. least the side has power. Number two. All my friends that live in the East Bay, sucker ass bitches. <laughs> they don't got no lights. <laughs> Those poor guys. Those poor guys. Their food's all, right, all going bad. It's actually really scary. It's really bad. And it's like, really, it's really, awesome it's that a we're fucked up situation. It. Yeah. It's just great because we can just stand there and look at them from across the bay. And they, they can't, they we can't, can't see them, though. They can't hear us laughing, but they can see us laughing because we have light on our faces. And Why are we being so mean? Like, it could hit us, too. <laughs> you could. Because here's, here's what, what it is, what it means to be us. Just be assholes until so you got to be humble. Yeah. That's about, what we have to do. How about instead of being assholes, we talk about what we have watched Nick Scarpino, what'd you watch? Uh, I've been watching a show called Goliath Ooh. on uh, Amazon. Uh, my wife was into it. She watched the first two seasons, and I came in at season three, uh, and it is a really, really cool kind of, uh, I want to say detective noir style show, but he's mm. not a detective. He's a lawyer, and the idea is that he always gets kind of roped into these giant cases where it's like a little man versus this big corporation, mm. thus the David versus Goliath. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is his I like David? Uh, no. His name's Billy, and it's Billy Bob Thornton, Billy which is weird. Billy, Billy, his character's name is Billy. So you're like, I don't like that. Um, but uh, came in during season three, and season three is, gets really weird, and it's kind of almost Twin Peaks-ish uh, with some of the stuff they do. Uh, but the bad guy is uh, Dennis Quaid. Oh. And I've never seen Dennis Quaid be a bad guy before, mm-hmm. and he's awesome. Great. It's good. Season three has a really good cast. It's beautifully shot. Um, and I'm making my way back through it. Uh, season one's a little rough. Season two's good so far, but season three, I'm like, wow. So you're really done really with cool. season one as well? Uh, I just finished season one about halfway through season two. It's only eight episodes. Okay. You know, I love those Amazon. How shows. long are each episode? Oh, uh, shit. You think it's like, I want to say it's an hour. Okay. Each episode. Somewhere around there. Um, but it's this show and Bosch are my two favorite Amazon shows because they just have that same fucked up like. Over the boys. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Bosch is great. Yeah, like season one of Bosch is legitimately Bosch out. You've been really talking about good. it for so long. It's one of those shows where you'd look at and be like, "What a generic!" A-. Both of these shows, you look at like, "What a generic, generic ass NBC show." It looks mm. like network television. Wow. Where like at the end, everyone learns a lesson, right? This is not that. It's really fucked up. Uh, it's beautifully acted, great cast, and uh, it has its moments where you're like, "Okay, it's it's, it's a TV show," but uh, it's Amazon, so they can swear and they can like show nudity and go there if they need to, so they can go like rated R if they need to. Do they to. go there? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. This one specifically. Um, and the first season is a little cartoony, but by the third season, you get you're like, "This is really weird and cool and beautifully shot." I enjoyed it. 
Watching anything else? Uh, no. Did you no. watch The Joker this weekend? No, I did not watch The Joker no. this weekend. Uh, I still my, haven't seen it either. Mm. Yeah, my two mm. things were Goliath and uh, trying to finish uh, Link's Awakening, which I have not done yet. I'm saving it for the weekend. It's getting okay, close, cool. though. I'm proud That's of exciting. Yeah, I'm yeah. I have it. I haven't touched it. I played it's it great. for like five minutes, and then I was like, I'll get back to it. That's great. I mean, yeah. you know it's great. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Puzzle Link game? All right. Let's yeah. go, baby. Uh, Tim Tam, you mm-hmm. watch anything good? Yeah, I've been watching a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Broad City Season 5, the oh, yeah. final season oh. uh, on Hulu. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago that I saw it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's been there for a while. Yeah. I just didn't realize it. Um, I love that show. It's such a great sitcom. It reminds me a lot of Workaholics uh, mm. back in the days when that was, like, first kind of popping off. But with more of a, you know, kind of 2019 feminine slant to it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a it's a really well designed modern comedy about best friends, and they do a good job of putting them in interesting situations. It's very New York focused, but I feel like even not being from New York, you don't really lose too much of it because they're good about like contextualizing yeah. things. Um, and the season ten episodes, twenty minute episodes, it flies by way too fast. Honestly, I, I would never want this show to end, but I'm happy it did because it mm-hmm. never hit that point where it got bad. Um, the whole series wraps up so nicely where like the final scene is like didn't make me tear up or anything but it was like that's a perfect end to this show like there's, they really did something that I didn't expect and it made it feel like a more important series than it necessarily had to be like it, it felt like more than just a comedy um, it wasn't a perfect season I feel like they kind of relied too much on jokes that were set up in the previous seasons sure. and they were less funny than they were the first time you know instead of like adding yeah, to that, it that's too bad because I like when shows do throwback jokes they did a good job though of bringing all the characters back that we've met over the years and uh, like having them come back and have good moments to kind of end on is uh, Hamble Burris come back yeah I was oh, yeah. Say, yeah, yeah yeah yes. I mean he's, he, he's, he's in every season is he that's yeah it's will they won't not will they won't they on again off again relationship. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't with a lot of main character. I thought he was just like a guy that comes in occasionally. Oh yeah, no, he's he's definitely a main character. Like probably the third main character. Oh, okay. Um, and he's he's so great. He's Any scene he's in yeah. is just he's just him. Like, I, I don't think he has a script. No, he has in the show, and he nails it. He has that. He has that vibe. Anytime he's in anything, where he's just Hannibal Verse. And he, he, who cares? You're gonna just, he's gonna do what he's gonna do and then leave. Yeah. You're like, well, we gotta take out of him. That's it. And it's, it's interesting because, uh, <laughs> with, with, I would say the three main characters of Alana, Abby, and then, and then him, uh, he is just kind of there. He knows how to react to things so well. Abby's character is kind of just like, she's the fucking weirdo that's definitely not cool, but like, she has this super cool friend. And then Alana, the cool friend, anything she says, like, she reminds me, this is a compliment, Nick. Sure. <laughs> oh, God. But she reminds me of a much more refined and effortless you. Okay. Someday but I'll like, get there, dude. But, but it's like, <laughs> who's that a compliment for? You. You do. Know, like, because here's the thing. It's like, she's so funny at just making things funny that she, if anyone else said them, wouldn't be funny. Mm-hmm. But like, She's you the just movie version of you. Like yes. when we make the movie, that's what your character will play. It was gonna yeah. be. A, it was yeah. gonna be a forty-year-old man, but they were like, "We gotta, we gotta shake this up yeah. and make it better." Yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> Rod- give him some boobs. Uh, but a lot of boobs in the show. But uh, you, the way that you'll say like words slightly wrong, mm-hmm. like Renaissance. Yeah, Renaissance. 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 Like, that's just so fucking funny. She friends, does yeah. shit like that, or like we'll just abbreviate words in ways. Sometimes, like you know that it's like 
it's becoming who he actually is. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. So that, that's what I'm saying. She's so good at it. It's just like, it does bother me though, because sometimes I feel like I'm watching you. Yeah. With Listen, boobs. Some people, <laughs> some people like to jump into madness. I like to have a slow slide in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You'll, you'll enjoy this show. But I, I, I think that they did a, a really good job with it overall. Did they, so did they cancel it? Was it like a hey? Yeah, I, it was a decision. More, I think they were just, they were just always, like, like hey, we're gonna move on and do I'm some other stuff. I'm always so unbelievably impressed with it. I was talking to my wife about Fleabag as well, and I was like, how, why are they not doing another season of this? She was like, the actress didn't want to. She's done. I'm She's like, also like the writer, right? Yeah, she was yeah. the one that I guess evidently I didn't really I don't yeah. know too much about her, but evidently she had like honed this character over a long period of time to pitch the show, and then once it got she on air, she had been doing it for like ten years or some shit like that. Did you watch Fleabag? No, but oh. D loved it. Oh, you liked it, right? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I watched it out of order, which was really weird, and like, I, I wish I hadn't done that. But I think they wanted her to do a third season, and she was just like, I, 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 I mean, can't. I, I would definitely watch a third season. Yeah. Gia yeah. loved it, too. She yeah, that. it's one of those things. I mean, I just, mad respect for people like that. Those are people that you're like, you get it. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. You've done this thing, and you're, you're done with the characters, and you don't want to just do it for the money because you're going to drive it into the ground. So end on a high note. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Uh, a couple of things I watched. I'll, I'll be brief about this, but there's a, a trailer that played last night on Netflix, and I was like, you know what? Cool Greg's in the room with me. We're going to give this show a shot. It's called Rhythm and Flow. It's uh-huh. a okay. uh, America's Got Talent type thing, like where they're searching for the next rap star. Uh, Ooh, who's going to be the it, next Ludacris? The, the, the judges are <laughs> T.I., Chance the Rapper, and Cardi B. Great. Right? That is a, Great. That's a hell of a... And the idea is the first four episodes are out now on Netflix. Those are the auditions. And then every week there's going to be... Like, it's a weekly Netflix oh, show that okay. they're actually going to, like, vote people off. And there's going to be different challenges Did based on different things. We watched all... two of the episodes so uh-huh. far. So the auditions are in L.A., Atlanta, New York, and Chicago. And each place they go, there's guest judges as well. So in L.A., there was Snoop Dogg. In New York, it was Jadakiss and Fat Joe. And it's just like... it's. From a hip-hop perspective, it's really cool. Like, all that stuff's great. The, a lot of the talent they have uh, coming in is super varied, and I'm very impressed by them. Nobody that I'm like, holy shit, you're, you're going to be a fucking star. But I'm like, okay, you're actually getting a bunch of different styles that are making this entertaining. But the judges are horrible. And it's like, when like, you have a show like them this, or no, just like, judges. there's no feedback. There's no actual critical thought. It, they're just kind of saying things like, like, oh, man, I like your outfit a lot. Like, you got to work on this. It's like, that's not what they need to work on. Like, I just heard what they just did. They need to work on this other stuff. Like, say some shit. It'd be amazing if it was T.I., Cardi B, and Tim. Hell yeah, That's the judges. Hell yeah. And, T- and Cardi, B, him, Cardi B just says some shit. You're like, all right, Cardi B. And T.I. starts talking. You're like, all right, T.I. And then you give them critical feedback. Dude, you're like, y'all need I, to work I on that. I could so see T.I. be like. Tim, that's a great point. He's a, he's making a lot of sense. I know, man. Me and, me and T.I.P. Cardi be like, nah, it's crazy. Do you think but, if Cool Greg and Cardi B hung out, they'd be besties? Oh, God. Unfortunately, yes, yeah. I do. Now, here's the thing, though. so cool. I, I'm saying this because I, I brought this up a couple weeks ago. I've been watching Dancing with the Stars for the first time because Hannah. How do you feel about that? From, from Bachelorette's on it. That show's fucking fantastic. Show, right? So much filler that doesn't matter. And so we watch it the next day on Hulu so we can just skip through the interviews and the like rehearsal shit uh-huh but like when you just watch the dance the judging and then the scores it's so tight so fucking awesome and that is how you judge things these judges they've been judging since season one yeah, yeah. so it's the same group of people and they are so good about explaining to the audience what was good and bad about the dance we just saw mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like i'm learning shit from yeah. this and they're entertaining they'll be critical as fuck but they'll also be uh, like very supportive uh, of things, mm-hmm. and it's just cool to see 
Kate Flannery uh, from The Office dancing or Kel Mitchell or the sh- and like yeah. they're super fun. The production's amazing, but it it just watching these shows kind of back to back made me realize like how the judges yeah. are the show. Like, well, the yeah, show you, I mean, I I, I don't know who the judges are on, da- on Dance with the Stars. I assume they're people who come from a very deep dance choreo- choreography background, mm-hmm. right? Because that was always how it was with American Idol, where Simon Cowell was like this producer who actually knew how to produce music, yeah. and Randy, uh, whatever his name Jackson. was, Randy Jackson was a musician, and then they got Paula Abdul, uh, put some coffee in her, and just kind of stood her there for a while. <laughs> um <What? laughs> But I'll tell you, oh, the other thing I'm watching, and this is the thing that uh, is fascinating to me, because I thought I was going to hate it at first. Were you saying something, or were you just trying to get a dig at Paul Abdul out? Uh, both. <laughs> okay. Both. Uh, is I'm watching The Great British Bake Off, and I'm okay. watching Appointment Viewing, which I didn't think I was going to like. Which, if you're not familiar with how they've done it before, they put all the seasons on there, and now mm-hmm. this is the first season that's actually airing live. right after the, the a live episode yeah. goes. And I didn't know I was, think I was going to like that because I was like, "Fuck you!" This is not what Netflix is. I'm kind of digging it, uh, but that's another one of those shows where like uh, Paul Hollywood and uh, Prue are like really, really, really good at what they do. And so when he tastes, when he looks at something, he's like, "It's dry because you forgot to do this, or you didn't proof it enough, or you needed it too much, or you didn't put too much." And just the fact that he can look at it and then taste it a little bit and know exactly, he was like, "You needed five more minutes in the oven." You're like, yeah. "That's so fucking cool!" It's fucking cool, and it's it, cool. It, it I'm learning dimension. something, and it makes it a real show that like I feels feel valuable. Like <laughs> real rhythm talk, and flow doesn't feel valuable. After four seasons of break, Bake Off, I feel like I, I'm ready to compete. Yeah, I'm. Re- I'm, I'm, I'm never baked a <laughs> fucking thing in my in, life, baby. but I'm Let's ready to compete. It. Let's do it. All right, the last thing I want to talk about. Uh, uh, that is actually really fucking cool, and I just found this this morning, but I now have watched all of them. Um, there is a That's Star right. Wars series um, called Star Wars Galaxy of Adventure. Galaxy of Adventures. They announced this thing like uh, I, I want to say at the D twenty three this year uh, that they that were they're doing right. it, or yeah. it might have been like last year or something that they announced, it, and then they premiered the trailer mm. and stuff, and it's been rolling out. They're minute long little animated vignettes of Star Wars, iconic Star Wars moments. And the animation is gorgeous. I love the art style, but what's really cool about it, I kind of wrote this off because it's a little kid thing for sure. It's on the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. Um, But after watching a couple of these, I'm just like, wait, these are extremely well-produced and interesting and fucking awesome. Right now, I think there's like nine that are out. uh, and the one we're about to watch a clip of is six minutes, and they, they did a format for this that they don't for the other ones, where there's a lot of like weird ass editorializing in between. Yeah. But there's about a minute of animation in these. Wait, what's the how are they adding the editorializing? I'll explain in a second. So okay. um, they literally like this midway through it pauses and goes, "Here's what our thoughts on Syria." Yeah. Right. Now. <laughs> 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 You're like, "Whoa, fuck it!" Oh, shit. And then it goes back to Luke being so, like, "I got a lightsaber." So some of these are minute long uh, clips that are literally just the sound from the movies. But then with the scene animated, how you see it in your head. So there's it's Vader versus Luke in Empire. Um, but it like this really cool. is actually yeah, fucking really cool. Uh, but then there's some of them that are more like, uh, here's the story, uh, like the one we're watching uh, that's right here is like Luke Skywalker, the, the journey of the Jedi. Um, and it's kind of like him throughout all the movies and it's just like cutting between clips. But it's telling the story using like a medley of music and like dialogue lines from the movies and it's really 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 freaking Wait, cool. Pull that up? Check this out. Wait, pause it. Do it. Pause it. Okay, and can you uh, bring the volume up on YouTube a little bit? And the end of your insignificant rebellion. Everything that has transpired has 
this dancer according to my design. I will create a grand army. The Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic Your fleet is lost. There is no escape. The Alliance will die. As will your friends. I love that no, shot. Really cool. I love that shot. It's, the movie. it's really cool because they'll like completely remake scenes exactly how they were in the movies, uh -huh. but then they'll also add like flair cool. and stuff. And the transitions are super cool. And like what they did right there, yeah, showing really Palpatine rad. throughout the the prequels. Yeah. It's like they take moments from movies that you know we generally don't really like, but they take the good stuff of them. And kind of distill it into a like here's contextualize it in it like a different yeah. way. Yeah. There's there's a, another one I watched that what, like what is the series called? Uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures. Galaxy Adventures. Of Adventures. Yeah. Um, That's cool. There's That's a couple cool. ones that I was watching that have like stuff from Solo, and I'm like, this actually makes that look cool. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty <laughs> impressed by that. Well, I mean, start for starters, you can see it, so that's a big up against Solo right that, there. What you can actually see what's going on in the frame. That's probably pretty cool. Solo's biggest criticism was that it was dark and boring. Oh. But that was a lot. Mainly, you couldn't see what the fuck was going on. Let's move on. It's okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, you guys should watch it. Barrett it's got free. It. They're a minute long. I think he was laughing at you. Go check it out. Th that seems really cool. I they're, definitely they're want to check those out. Yeah. I've watched all 10 of them. Uh, it's it's times like that. Except for that one that's six minutes? So that one's six minutes because there's like, it's the story of Luke Skywalker. And then like, that, there's that clip. There's another clip in the beginning of him like uh, getting lightsaber for the first time. And it's really cool. But then there's about three minutes of like, some dude with a high-pitched voice being like, that's Luke Skywalker. He comes from Tatooine. Blah, 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 blah. And Buy it's like some toys. random stats and Steal like Steal your mom's credit up. card. <laughs> These are his metachlorian count. No, they don't, they don't <laughs> do that. Um, it's, 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 when I see stuff like that, I'm like, dude, make a movie. With that style, make a Star That's Wars. That's a really movie. cool style. That's yeah. so rad. It yeah. is, and and I, I'm a, a huge fan of the look of uh, the cartoon series. Like I like that CG look as well, but that style's freaking rad. It's awesome. Come on, bruh. Yeah. Come on, bruh. That's rad. Yeah, when I first saw the little clip, I was like, oh, this looks really kitty. And then, like, yeah, seeing a little bit, it's like, oh, the action looks cool, though. So Animation's fluid as hell. Yeah. Dope stuff. You've got me in. Fluid as hell. So I watched a couple things this week. I watched The Politician. Oh, what did you think? Um, I couldn't get into it, man. Yeah. I watched the first I, episode and a half, and I was like, I, this show's bad. I feel like the first episode and a half also is like the best of it, which I Damn, actually. That's not saying much. But I actually like that. And then it just goes, it jumps the shark real hard so many times. It's by the same people that make uh, the American Horror Stories. Yeah. And that's, those shows do the same thing where like each episode feels like it should be a season because they like pack so much shit going on. Um, but like. I don't know. The way it ends, I think I might watch the second season. Oh my god. Yeah. They got you, dude. They really you got did. Netflix. I I don't know if you would like it, but That's if, unfortunate if though. Because you would, everything in thing, this. If you would like it, because it's a lot of drama and like over exaggerated drama where it's like, this isn't realistic. Like this isn't how people would act. But like if you can get past that. There's some interesting things that happen in the way it ends and what what it's setting up for the second season. It's like, ooh, I could I could get behind. I like I want to see where that story goes. How much of Zoe Deutsch is in it? 
Uh, Zoe Deutsch is she's she's in it quite. A, her name she's is not the main character. Oh, she's, she's not the main. She's to the vice president. The yeah. yeah, she's uh, her name's Infinity Jackson. Jesus, and uh, like she's got like cancer, and he like has her run as his running mate for the sympathy to, vote. Yeah. And like it's it's, it's a, interesting it, what they do with her story. Towards the end, we get less of her, but uh, there's there's a good amount. My for the criticism first, like, of it, and, and I'm not. It's Ryan Murphy is the creator. He's the guy that did American Horror Story as well. Um, I, my criticism of it is that it's too grounded in reality mm. to be a show that's that ridiculous mm-hmm. and that surreal. And so I almost I'm like you they they skated a line between like making these people real and and humanizing them versus and then having them do these outrageously like ridiculous things and having this world be un, like unbelievable like or having it be so surreal that it's unbelievable. It mm. needed they needed to go all the way into that. They needed to have all these characters or all these all these uh, characters be like caricatures of what yeah they should be. But and I, the main character is way too sympathetic. And at a certain point, you just go, "Wow, you're just sad. This is just a, you live a sad existence." But I think that's that's kind of what it's about. It's like kind but, of like about I, being I depressed it. and. But to me, but it also, needed to be more like Veep, where all the characters yeah. are irredeemable. Well, and so when you're in that, you go, "Fuck it, let's just go." What's the Where is this ride gonna take me? So there's there's a bunch of characters that we follow that are going that are all working super hard to like make this election work for their candidates. And, like, they are acting like this is, like, an actual presidential election. Like, that's really, like, the main character's dream is to become the president. And, like, he's, like, the president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, so he wants to be, cla- he realized that six presidents were class president at their college or whatever, at the school, when school. they were in high school, which got them into Harvard, which then got them to be president. So he went, he backtracked it and was like, if I do this, then I can get this, then I can be the yeah. president of the United States. My type of dude. And so that's why the election is so in- incredibly important. But But the election itself is, like... I don't know. It just seems secondary in the first couple episodes. In the first couple episodes, it is. Because like, it, it, it crazy? Like, I don't want to spoil stuff, but the first couple episodes, you're like, "This is weird," because this feels like this should be episode six or seven of what's happening right now. Yeah, they, they jump but around, really but they also there. jump around in time. Yeah, and they, how great are the so, brothers though? The twin brothers. <laughs> They're very interesting. They're, awesome. they're very interesting, and they they are <laughs> like such so. There's there's like what uh, this group of directors because it was it's two directors and a writer I think or a producer sure. that w- work on it on okay. this and American Horror mm-hmm. Story. And what they like to do is to bring in giant twists, and then they kind of twist it again. And it's like you don't need to do that. Yeah. The first twist was good. Don't add a second one. So there's a little there's bit of that. Twists. But I think that you should give it a shot because I. I could see you a lot about being it. into it. I could see Gia being into it. There's a lot yeah. going on in that trailer that I'm like, I yeah. love Zoe. There's a I lot of cool stuff and cool ideas. Perfect. Yeah, I love these uh, type put, of shows. I put money on it. You don't, you don't get past the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot. That's it's sad. very soap opery too. It's fucking. Weird. Um, I also watched Into the Tall Grass. Stephen King and his John Hill, I think his name is his son. Uh, they co-wrote this short story, and it was turned into oh, a movie. We watched the trailer a couple of yeah. weeks ago. Uh, about people going into this field and like being trapped in it. Uh-huh. Very interesting movie. I I wouldn't say it's a good movie or that like you need to watch it. But if you're trying to watch scary stuff for October, you're trying to get spooked. Yeah, I think it's it's a good addition. It, it there's some cool concept in it that I enjoy that I don't want to get into. Cool, cool. But uh, yeah, I watched American Factory, a movie uh, Nick that you recommended. What did you think? I liked it. It's great. Right? Really interesting. One of the first, one of the rather I should say. I haven't seen a documentary in a long time that actually does a fairly good job of being objective. What is it? 
It's a movie about. Uh, it's a documentary about a factory in Ohio. Yeah, I, I yeah which one right. is, uh, that had closed down. Uh, it closed down, and everyone in the town basically lost their jobs because it employed a lot, a lot of people. Eleven thousand people had yeah. lost their jobs, uh, and so a Chinese company came in and decided to revamp the factory, use the infrastructure, and make it into a glass factory. And it's basically a documentary uh, that these people made following that whole process from and the then, very beginning, like from the very beginning this company of get built out. the Chinese company. And they talk about the Chinese company, and then it really is. It just shows you kind of the differences between uh, culturally. The, the the workplaces of a Chinese factory versus an American factory, and they actually like in the course of the documentary, uh, they try to unionize and they show how they kind of quash that. And it's you would think that it outwardly, and this is what I came in with an unfair bias, obviously. Like outwardly, I was thinking, okay, we're going to see how horrible it is to work in a Chinese factory, and I'm going to totally empathize with the workers. But they do a good job of of showing you what it's like to run that company and be like, these people are not like we're not. The, the the American way of life is not the only way to do it. And then, of course, showing you the Chinese way of life, you're like, oh, my God, they work these poor people to death. But then, like, are but the like, Americans, like, lazier? I don't know. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to speak badly about either side. I think I'm coming off really negatively. It shows you you empathize with the American workers, but you also empathize with the people who are running the, yeah. the factories and, and, and the tremendous amount of money that they're putting into this, this uh, town. And then trying to get a return on that and then being faced with like them unionizing and then you go, oh, well, they are making these poor people work longer hours than we're used to in the States, but that's their culture. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's really interesting. And there's certain like interviews that happen when you're like, why would anyone say this on camp, like on a camp, you know, like they're Vince like McMahon it. Yeah, and like their interview, they're not. They're, they're, they're recording. They call it the American workers fat. Yeah, and they were like, uh, they're working yeah, they really slow because they're fat. They have fat hands. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, then they they take all they take a bunch of managers to to, to China, China to see the factory. God, and the way these people move, like they they like obviously they've been doing it for a lot longer. They've been doing it a lot longer. But, and there's but also, they also they they work like twelve hour shifts and that's normal, you know. That like this is normal to them. So when you have the execs coming over to be like, why aren't we producing as much? Like, can't we make them work twelve hours? And they're like, no, not in America. But like they literally laws. make people <laughs> in this in this Chinese factory work twelve hour days, and they get I think what was. Well, like, I don't think they make them. Which just to be clear, like the, the, I believe the shifts are twelve hours. Let's put it this way: it's it's highly encouraged that you work to a degree that uh, otherwise you might not have a job. Mm. Um, and then they interview these people, and like the people are like, "Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't see my kid ever, but like, I'm giving them the future that like I didn't have." Yeah, but they yeah. also work like, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I appreciate that, right?" Like people in China, because there is so many people and so few job opportunities, will live in a completely different part of the country than their family and send money back to them, and they'll just work literally nonstop. And when I say nonstop, I mean I think they get like three days off a month. Yeah, that's it. Man. So it's imagine yeah. every fucking day, twelve hours a day. You know, and then they they like they're, they're literally like talking about the lunch breaks, and they were like, "This guy's get like an hour lunch break." And the guy, one of the guys that worked, he's working in the American factory, who's Chinese as a manager, and he's trying to get shit going. Is like they're like, "What do you eat for lunch?" He goes, "I eat two Twinkies a day, and I get it done in three minutes." Dude, he was so <laughs> like, excited. I too. get it done in like five minutes, and then it showed him eating the Twinkies, and he was having the fucking time of his life. I'm like me, I think yeah. I'm like this poor guy's gonna get like pre diabetic, but I'm like, but that's all a, he ate. I know this is. The 
exactly. Wasn't he like he was eating twenty of them? But then like it's so weird because you see the Americans go to yeah. China and I'm like, oh my god, these guys. I know the one dude that can't put on like the safety thing. On, he's they're too big. so big they can't put on the safety thing. Yeah. And I'm like, God, my God. And everyone in China is just like They're trying to be nice. They're all trying to be nice to yeah. these, these one, fucking Americans. That guy's with their fat no. hands. No, that was they were saying that in yeah. Chinese to each yeah. other. Well, and they did it so much better. They're gonna translate it. And it's like, <laughs> but there's also there's a shot of an American so manager just talking mad shit about like Americans just being like, Yeah, dude, we're lazy as shit. Look at these guys. We're lazy. But I mean, yeah. again, we're we're we're, we're dipping yeah. into the assholeness. But there's also, it really did bring up yeah. a lot of questions of like these people that are working for this, mm-hmm. this like what you know, and and this job is not what they thought it was going to be. But everyone kind of was like, "What, what did you think yeah. it was going to be?" Like they, they talk about the turnover factor. being really, really, really crazy. Brutal, yeah. Where they're like, "We've had eight thousand workers come through, and the, we only have two thousand that actually work here." But like the turnover has been so high that like, and it raises yeah. the questions of like, you know, they're getting paid less, yeah. and like, what are they worth, and how do they right. support their families, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. A lot of interesting questions. A lot of very, very, yeah. very good documentary produced by the Obamas. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so the Obamas, uh, Michelle and Barack Obama have a production company and they're producing documentaries now, which is cool. Did you watch the little after interview with the, the directors? No, I didn't. I think there's another like a special feature oh. where they sit down with the two directors and it's fascinating because they were like, oh. what was your um, point of view on this? And they were like, as we started making it, we decided not to have a point of view yeah. because we started we started seeing both sides and we just thought we need to just take a step back and just follow this process yeah. and just tell the story like as 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 objectively as humanly possible. Right. I watched a really deep cool. fake video okay. of Barack Obama as okay. Black Panther. Cool. Okay. And it was Got called it. Brock Panther. Okay. And then it was him. But then they had somebody that does a really good impression of his voice do the lines for Black Panther. <laughs> was it good? You guys need to watch it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's real good. I, Michelle, I, I never freeze. I never freeze. No, Michelle. Dude, it's amazing. <laughs> I, uh, you too. Never freeze. Stop watching this show. Uh, no, don't say that. Uh, yeah, there, there was also one more thing that I want to touch that was mm. cool. That were, so it followed, like, they, this documentary seems like it, they recorded it in, like, maybe three years. It was time. a long time, yeah. Uh, so they follow this dude that started <laughs> working there. To, like, to, like, we got to move that door. The guy's like, the giant door? He's yeah. Like, yeah, it's on the wrong side. It's, it's like, gonna it's not going to work for us. $30,000. The guy's like, well, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, okay. You shouldn't have put it there. God. <laughs> it's so weird. But, uh, so yeah, it follows this guy for. The, he worked there for two years, and at the beginning, it kind of shows him being super optimistic. And he talks about developing a relationship with like the dude that was training him. And like by the end, he ends Chinese. up getting, yeah, he ends yeah. up getting fired. But he's still like best friends with this uh, Chinese guy. And like the Chinese guy's view also kind of changes about America. And he's like kind of like, I have so much time. This is great. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. when they come over, they're like, we don't like. They obviously start empathizing with. A, a more relaxed American way of yeah. life, westernized way of life, where we do get time off. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's worth watching. I think you, you cool. and Gia should watch this. Uh, I, yeah, I it think it's really dope. I also watched uh, Netflix original movie called I Am Mother about uh, basically a robot. Oh yeah, brings this like yeah. has like a little fetus thing that like they, she grows this girl in this uh, like giant facility Hideo where they Kojima have movie, huh? A Hideo Kojima movie. Looks like that's right. It, it does. It look does. Like it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Can't wait. An interesting sci-fi movie that, that at the end is a little bland and kind of predictable, but like fun Netflix movie, I'd say. Cool. Worth watching. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, the acting is well done and uh, like overall interesting. Cool. How many thumbs does it get, Kev? One. Three. One. Cool. Uh, and then the mine. last thing I watched was Undone. Oh, 
undone. Oh. Amazon Prime sh- show that is like really interesting, like rotoscope style. Where oh, uh, you were telling me about that. Yeah. yeah, it looks like. Do you remember the movie uh, Scanner Darkly? Scanner Darkly with uh, what's his face? Do the played Neo? Uh, Keanu. Keanu Reeves and in it. Woody Harrelson. I think. Was and it's a cool style, and overall, the movie, the, the show is really interesting. Where it's like, oh, it's Rosa Salazar. Oh no, yeah, the one you just watched. I love her. Undone. Bob Odenkirk, Ro- Rosa Salazar. Yeah, Alita. Alita. The girl that played Alita. In, in which one? In Undone. Battle Angel. In Undone. Hmm? Oh, you can't really like the 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 masking that they use kind of mm-hmm. like obscures people like yeah. it, it, they look different um but yeah it was really yeah okay that makes sense yeah i'm also not used to her having normal size eyes uh, uh by the way did i tell you guys i watched alita on the plane right back no from you China? like it i did actually yeah, yeah. I, I expected to be like this movie's gonna be boring as shit and actually i was like oh i really really cool. enjoyed it i like where they're going with this i actually just bought it on 4k because i you? like it that much it, it's, uh, it's it's I, I remember you guys watching yeah. it going like it's actually pretty good yeah I'm like, so i gave it a shot i'm like you you know what for once guys you were right yeah for once. For once. For once. Man. Anyways, Undone, very heady kind of TV show <laughs> about like time traveling and depression and like, you know, people dealing with mental issues potentially mm-hmm. or is it real? It's kind of up in the air and like there's a second season that has been announced for it that I'm very excited. End of the fucking world is coming back soon. Oh, interesting. Season two. That was one where That's I... Weird, that didn't need a second season. No, but I'm, I'm interested that to was, see where really? they're going. That was one where I wish it was a movie rather than a than a show. Kind yeah, of like the Paul Rudd too. thing mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, this looks like a cool Netflix movie. It's like, no, it's a show. It's like, oh. I, I'm right. stoked to I'm see interested, what yeah. they yeah. could do goes. with season two. Because yeah. season one was just weird enough that it kept me going even though it, it was drawn out. Yeah. Right. But cool. Um, really quick before we move on to the next segment. I after Over the course of three weeks, I finally finished... My Breaking Bad rewatch in preparation for El Camino, uh, which comes out tonight. Uh, and you can join us tomorrow right here on twitch.tv slash games for El Camino in review at 11 a.m. Yeah. Uh, Pacific time. But yeah, I finished that up, uh, Breaking Bad up. It was, uh, it's great. I'm excited to get more of Jesse Pinkman's story because going back to it this time around, I think the finale doesn't give a, it gives us a goodbye for Jesse Pinkman, but I don't think it gives us the goodbye we deserve with mm-hmm. that character. Uh, so I'm ex- the finale is more of Walt's ending. Uh, and then I also uh, finished my My Hero Academia rewatched in preparation for season four this weekend. Very, very excited. The last episode of season three uh, introduces, uh, the last couple introduces a character named uh, Mirio, uh, who has this really, really cool but complicated power uh, where he can kind of morph through uh, more. more. Uh, um, like physical objects, and it's a very complicated uh, quirk that he took so much time to train for and like overcome how complicated it was and master it. And he's a really cool character. And I feel like they're really setting him up for season four. So I'm excited to see more of his character and what, uh, whatever the storyline is there. And I know a lot of people who read the manga because the manga's ahead of the show and stuff are, are excited to see this new arc uh, get put into the show. So I'm excited cool. for season four, boys. Let's go. I gotta get into that show. Check out how good. fucking bad this this what bike this? effect looks like. Watch this. Ready? Wait. Wait. Wait for it. Oh, the Gemini wait man. Watch it. How bad that was! not even physically possible. It's another bear. I don't know. I don't know how to send this link from IMDb. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see if this will do it. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. That's cool. That's really fucking funny. It's While you do so that, I'm gonna bad. do what? I just, just want to throw a statement out there. Uh-oh. Gemini man. 
Fucking what the fuck? What what is up with the weird way it, it's shot and being presented? What's what up with everything that's happening with Will Smith's career right now? I was seeing a bunch of talks. Oh, that, there was a story that like it was shot in 4K 120. And that you, there's movie theaters you can go and watch it that way. Oh no, I I I don't 4K I don't know. 120? Yeah, 3D. <laughs> yeah, it's and interesting. Like, that's the way who directed it? I don't fucking know. But it's so uh, cool. But somebody, uh, Ren, uh, one of the quarter digital yeah. guys, uh, was tweeting about it. He was like, the movie wasn't good. He's like, but it was insane watching uh, in this style yeah, where yeah, it yeah. actually worked for this, unlike The Hobbit. Interesting. It's like well, the Hobbit was shot in 48. Yeah. So The Hobbit was shot, and it looked like it, it looked a little bit more like TV. 120 yeah. means they shot the whole thing in slow motion. So that no, they no, could, no, but it's like super fast frame rate, so the movements look incredibly smooth. Which interesting. Yeah. Maybe that explains yeah. the fucking weird ass no, body. It's just really it was bad. Ang Lee who uh, directed Gemini Man. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. That's you, right. Um, Man, wanna, that, that, that doesn't matter. I like the concept of that. It's too bad it, it, but did uh, it not work? doesn't work. Uh, I don't know. Barrett, I sent it to uh, uh, I'm Control. I just need you to scroll to. There we go. I see you, Yeah, right. 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 You kill we'll the just, audio. We'll just keep watching it. There we go. Here it comes. So, right, yeah. Ready? Hold on. Wait for Just it. Watch the motorcycle. <laughs> Why is this like 720? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you let that? I mean, like, cut the whole scene. I love scene. it. I love Dude, it. Dude, so much of the action scenes look really cool. Like, right there, he threw a grenade, shot it to get it to go where he wanted to. That's how grenades work. <laughs> when you fun. shoot an explosive device, <laughs> <to> bah! <laughs> Well, because it's thick metal, I'm sure. Motorcycle whipped the dude, Jesus. That was fucking hilarious. I'm seeing this movie immediately. All right, so time for some quick housekeeping. Housekeeping. We don't have a thing? Okay, that's right. Housekeeping. Uh, My first thing is video games are cool shirt and Nitro Rifle Association shirt at the Kind of Funny store. So if you want this shirt, you can go to the Kind of Funny store. Hell yeah. At kindoffunny.com slash store. You can also go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to get the Star Wars. The sirens are on. Are on are Ooh, I was wearing that. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll be wearing that next week on Return of the Jedi. Yeah? The yeah. Jedi. 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 Um, and then also kind of funny is coming to Toronto October 19th and 20th. Uh, who do we got? EGLX. Tim? It's going to be me, no, Andy, no. and Greg. Uh, and we got two panels on Saturday and a panel on Sunday. I think our uh, we got a uh, signing on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, rather. And I think at 7 p.m. we're going to be doing 7.30 uh, p.m. On the main stage, we're going to be doing the Smash Bros. Battle Royale. Where we'll be picking people from the audience to see if they got what it takes to go against the champ. Uh, I may or may not play. And then we have a fun trophy for everyone. So whoever wins gets why, to walk away with that one. Why would you say go against the champ and then immediately be like, but I might not play? Yeah, I guess sometimes I like to <laughs> Fucking, I like to roll the dice, you know. And then on Sunday we have the kind of funny main panel, uh, which is happening Sunday before noon. I think eleven o'clock. Eleven, right? eleven a.m. That's right. Uh, it's going to be super fun. Come out. Uh, Bruce Green's going to be there as well as James and uh, Elise Willems uh, over from Funhouse, and I'm sure we'll be dropping on each other's panels to screw around and have a good time. So it was a blast last year. If you guys aren't familiar, it's a very very cool uh, uh, conference that's happening in Toronto. Come out. It's fun. Uh, also, shout out to our pra- Patreon producers, Al Tribesman and David Mintel. Want some candy? Want, want some candy? Streamy. Predator 2. Predator 2. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. find the clip for you guys so want you know what I'm talking about. candy. It's weird. Watch. Ready? Pred- Predator. Also, this show is two. brought to you by our sponsors. The first one is Me Undies. Bear, go ahead and give me that one. I'm doing the sponsors right now. Yes, please give us your rendition of what ghost noises are. That's what it says. 
Oh, Nick, you're doing a great job. You I know. Just, yeah. I did it yesterday. I, I crushed it. KFF. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Halloween. Remember when planning your costumes as a kid was like the most fun you could have pre-Christmas? It's still fun. I do. And it's still fun. That's right. Nick's right. Uh, and now that you're an adult, Halloween feels less Halloweeny. Am I right? Right. Well, me undies is bringing back the childlike joy of picking out the perfect costume with their spooky prints and Halloween costume onesies. That's right, costumes, onesies, boo! <laughs> I love me undies, and I just found out they have Rick and Morty collection coming out and crew socks. I'm stoked! Can't handle ankle socks, and now I don't have to because they got the crew socks all the way up, all the way up, Barrett. Um. They're spooky soft, like designed to be the best thing you've ever put on your body soft. Like softer than a fluffy kitten dressed up with in a pumpkin costume. That's adorable. Uh, like softer than the brain zombies love to eat. Oh, too far? Uh, well, you get the idea. These are the softest undies known to man, and they're also available in sizes extra small to 4XL. Soft for all. Me Undies has the most unique prints out there, but... The Halloween prints are another spooky on another spooky level. This year, Me Undies is coming out uh, with a variety of festive prints to really put the boo in booty. You like that, Nick? The boo in booty? Tell you what, man. I do like that. I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Not, this is not to denigrate the other ads. I love all of our sponsors, and you guys are great out there. Thank you so much for supporting the show. But the dude this that, quickly. I'm not done. The person that writes the, the MeUndies ad. They're doing a great job. Great. Me. Let's cut back to gets me. me. Yeah. Didn't think undies they get me. would <laughs> up your Halloween costume <laughs> game? Well, think again. <laughs> Their unique prints are designed to be mixed and matched and turned into uh, the most guaranteed first prize at the costume contest costume yeah if you don't feel like leaving your house nick i don't like being distracted that's cool just wear the halloween costume onesies to pass out candies and you're good to go me undies has a great offer for our listeners any first-time purchasers get 15 percent off and free shipping this is a no-brainer especially because they have a hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed to get your 15 percent off your first pair free shipping and a hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed go to meundies.com slash morning that's meundies.com slash morning our next ad is hello fresh with hello fresh america's number one meal kit uh Get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality. Regardless of your comfort in the kitchen, from step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get wow-worthy dinners on the table in just 30 minutes. That's why Tim and Gia enjoy HelloFresh so much. I was looking up this week's recipes and I saw the pork teriyaki meatballs with carrots and zucchini over rice. It really caught my eye. Gia, if you're watching, HelloFresh offers a family size, family style size. It would be so easy to have us all over whatever day you want, Gia, because you can always easily change your delivery days food preferences and skip a week whenever you need Gia, Gia. let's just let's just make this happen it'll be fun there's something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian and fun menu series like hall of fame and craft burgers for 80 dollars off your first month of hello fresh go to morning 
no, I'm sorry. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Morning80 and enter Morning80. Our last ad is Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy, getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit card score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. By now, we've all heard of Nick's uncle, Tim's unnamed friend, and Greg Miller's post-college debt. If you don't plan correctly, you can find yourself paying off your debt at ridiculous interest rates. That's where Upstart can come in and help. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business days. If you plan it right, that can be the next day. Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit card or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to Upstart.com. Nope. Yeah. Upstart.com slash morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few seconds and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash morning. Now it's time for the news. News, 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 news. Does Vin oh, Diesel yeah. take himself too seriously or not seriously enough? I can never freaking tell. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? Just I Vin Diesel. It, oh, Vin Diesel. Got it. Instagram.com slash Vin Diesel. It's just All right, Nick. This first time. news story is for you. Oh, Cobra yeah, Kai comic book series coming. Keeps the well. I read it. I read it out of order. And now I'm trying to get myself back. Yeah, Keeps the Karate yeah, Kid it. saga kicking. These Cobra Kai remains it. a big hit among the Karate Kid fans, and now it is has its own comic book series to boot. Cobra Kai: The Karate Kid Saga continues. Is a four part IDW published uh, hit. Mm, it's about <laughs> the kid. Well, it's just out yeah. of order there. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, it's about the the the. The other kid's perspective. Yeah. So the, the idea behind the comic book is that they're writing, they're rewriting the 1984 Karate Kid, is mm-hmm, what it was, mm-hmm. from Johnny's perspective. That's it. Johnny being, of course, the villain of Karate Kid, uh, but they're really leaning into that whole conspiracy theory that Ralph Macchio was actually the bad guy the entire time, <sighs> which is hilarious. Really uh, funny. Yeah. It's a great concept. IDW. Yeah. They, hits, they do man. some quality stuff. They, they had a couple panels on it. Stuff. Looks like it's going to look good, cool. I am shocked. Yeah. And disappointed with myself that I haven't watched season two of Cobra Kai yet. As am I. I just keep forgetting that it's a thing and it's free right now and I need to watch it. And if you haven't watched the first season of Cobra Kai, don't watch anything else except for KFAF. Go watch that and then go watch all the other episodes. Then watch the first season of Cobra Kai. It's fantastic. Um, we're also getting the third season, which is dropping sometime in 2020. Oh, of Cobra hell Kai. yeah. Dude, kicking. if we ever can get uh, uh, William Zapka or Ralph Macchio on this show... I'll consider Can't. myself on this show. We have cool friends, eh? Yeah, that's what I meant. Not this show. Yeah, this would be. It'd be great if we're like Ralph. What do you think about that? And he's like, what? Vin Diesel? <laughs> I'd love to work with him. <laughs> um. So, any chance you're gonna read this comic? 
Uh, I mean, if someone buys it and leaves it in the office, I'll read it. Okay. But I, I'm just not a comic book yeah, reader, yeah, yeah. per se. But I like the concept a lot. It's cool that they're diving into I, the other I, side. You know, I just, I just think it's... I Co- think it's great that they're they're doing more stuff with the Karate Kid universe. Yeah, that. but Cobra Kai like was like, hey, Johnny kind of got fucked <laughs> throughout this, uh, where he like trained his whole life for this. No, I mean Cobra- his dad was an asshole, right? Cobra Kai, it, it's, it actually does a very good job of humanizing Johnny. Like, so obviously, all, all kidding aside, the Karate Kid was a very thin movie as far as like sure. he was a he was a hero. Karate, Johnny yeah, was just this Johnny's fucking horrible cookie villain, cutter yeah. bad guy that had no redeemable qualities. But that's what's so fascinating about Cobra Kai is that they actually managed to make him a little bit more uh, deep, and then they, they go into a psyche. Yeah, his dad was an his stepdad was an asshole. He was rich, and he just ends up having an amazing redeem a redemption arc. It's really cool. My next story, also for you, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4 will start shooting after coming to America 2, according to Eddie Murphy. So Eddie Murphy's back. Eddie Murphy, got uh, something happened. Yeah, well, whoever was blackmailing Eddie Murphy a long time ago died. And he's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'm back, man. Well, no, 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 what happened is Dolomite is my name is like, like I think he had a lot of fun doing it. And I think that r- sparked something in him. He is. Re- he, like, you know, he's, he, he's coming back to stand up. Yeah. He does smell like something's burning. I mean, I think you're having a Brisbane stroke. is burning right now. Really? Yeah, I'm not joking. Yeah, that's probably yeah, Brisbane. There's, there's that's a, it's a Brisbane or maybe, maybe Cool G's having a, a smoky smoke outside, a little menthol. It doesn't smell like smoke. It just smells. It smells yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. It, it does smell like the hills are burning. Yeah, yeah. I think no. that that might be an um, issue right now. Listen, I I love Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And I will watch if he does coming to when he's done with coming to America too. I will watch it. Yeah. Do I have? Do I think it has a chance of being? Do you like coming to America one? Fuck yes. It's a right. Classic. It's so fucking good. No, coming to America one is legitimately yeah. one of his best movies. That was like Eddie totally Murphy agree. at the height of his of his career yeah. and artistic abilities, bringing together him and Arsenio Hall. Are you kidding me? James Earl Jones isn't coming to America. So good. Eddie Murphy plays multiple characters in it. She's your queen, queen to be. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Um, I love. <laughs> Do you remember any of these references? The royal fuck, it's great, your highness. Yeah. Uh, coming shit. to America was fucking great and this is also but it was at a time when eddie murphy was like had a, a slightly sharper edge than he has yeah. right now this is eddie murphy pre shrek pre doodle little pre i want to i have kids and i realize maybe i shouldn't be that crazy that was that was money but i think now all like of his, they kept throwing money at him and he kept being like i will do whatever you want do little three well let's do it he had some trouble in his personal him. life as sure. well um and then his movies actually weren't opening that well at the box offices right. either so i mean he had a couple movies do that were stinkers after boomerang and he had metro and Pluto a couple nash. of movies Pluto nash was the big one oh, that was the one that was, was terrible. a lot it was a yeah, very yeah. very expensive movie um and took it out of him and he's just you know at a certain point he was he was the king but for like a beverly decade. hill beverly hill cops cop three Terrible, you said. Beverly Hills Cop 1 is a classic. Beverly yeah. Hills Cop 2 took it up a notch and is arguably one of the better, like one of the few movies that actually could rival the like, sequels like yeah, rival the original. Directed by Tony Scott, coming out hot off the mm. heels of Top Gun. Come on, son. Beautifully done. Beverly Hills Cop 3 is like a long SNL skit. Whether you're not sure what they're making fun of, but you think the joke's on you. So we'll see when the first trailer drops if it, it's got your attention then. Oh, it's definitely. I'm definitely gonna see both these movies. Yeah. Oh God, yes. Yeah. You kidding me? It's gonna. I mean, it's gonna be terrible. They're gonna be terrible. <laughs> Tim, this next yes. news story just for you. Blind Not spotting. Just te- for me. Me and Barrett. Oh, that's right. Barrett loves yeah. this. Yeah. Fucking. Come on, Kev. All right. Sorry, Barrett. Offended. Barrett, I'm so Offended. sorry. Offended. Barrett, I'm sorry. Go for it. Love you. Blind spotting TV series spinoff starring Jasmine Sefaz Jones coming sure. to stars. Man, stars. <laughs> the best. Recommendation Barrett has ever given me is to watch Blind Spotting. 
and they're now making it a series, which is interesting. Yeah. One of those things I don't necessarily want. One of those things I don't necessarily know how it's going to work. Yeah, but when you sent me the news, uh, like trying to feel my hype, it, it was definitely like, uh, I need to see, not even trailers, like. like I need to see the first episode the synopsis? before I have any like hyper thoughts about it because this, I like that movie is just that is that story to me and I don't like those characters are cool and I could see them in other things but as a, a long running TV show I just I don't know the synopsis that, that came out sounds like it this is like a like a sitcom yeah uh, yeah yeah <clears throat> So Variety reports that Stars is developing blind spotting. Let me see the whole story. Starring Jasmine, a young mother. So Ashley, a young mother whose partner of twelve years, Miles, is suddenly incarcerated in the half-hour dramedy. The now single mother is forced to move in with Miles's mother and half sister. Which could be interesting because Miles is such a fascinating character. Yeah. So it. It could be interesting to see like where but what it, his family is about because we don't meet yeah. really any of his family. To me, this sounds like the best course forward that they can do, which yeah. is we're not trying to elongate ca- miles capture the movie's yeah, yeah, yeah. like feel. This is the world that they built in that movie is so strong because it's based on reality. Yeah, that I I feel like this could really work with the dramedy stuff. Like I, I think that. You're getting the sense that this is going to be like a wacky sitcom. Well, so that's the thing. I I haven't seen uh, Blind Spotting. What is the what genre is it? Like, is it? I would drama. Like, it is a drama. It's a drama. Oh, it's a drama. And yeah, but yeah, it's a weird way. Comedic elements to it, but it's life. You know, life's kind of funny. Yeah, (laughs) it's yeah. There's a a lot of great dialogue, funny dialogue because they're best friends and they fuck around with each other. But it is. They do bring up very real topics uh, for Oakland and and whatnot. So I think uh, I think if they can. I own this movie. You gave me the voodoo code. I could watch it. You got to watch it, man. I want to watch it again. It you is really liked this movie. It's fan yeah. fucking tastic. Yeah, like, I feel like it It was my top 2 movie last year underneath Spider-Verse. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. I, I think I'm right there. It's like I think it, it was a dramedy. I thought it was like intense. Yeah, I thought it was intense. It's, oh, it, I know it, it's it intense. Is, but it, is it has intense. comedy aspects yeah. in it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's The climax of the movie. Thing, imagine is, hanging out with Cool Greg for a day. You're going to laugh. Yeah, you know you're, also gonna mm-hmm. you're also going to cry. You're also going to cry. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get scared. Someone might say something about it. Yeah. Like for sure. Yeah. In this whole thing, another thing that I've, I watched uh, half of, I, we haven't finished it yet, that I forgot to mention earlier, is the Wu Tang Show on. Oh, on Hulu. how was it? It's real good. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's cool. There, you know, it's very. It reminds me a lot of if Straight Outta Compton was a TV show, mm-hmm. which yes, it's very. One sided of what characters look good and what characters look bad. That's fine. But I'm Fuck not them, that get, get popular, make your own show. You know what I'm totally. <laughs> I'm not that aware. Revisionist history of uh, the Wu Tang history and all that stuff. And it's like I'm I'm interested, and they're doing a good job, kind of putting all the pieces together. Like there's a ton of reveals that happen where you're like, oh fuck, they're related to them. Oh, they're fucking that person. Oh no, it's like you start. I'm I'm caring a lot yeah. about what's going on. And How we haven't gotten to the points yet where like they're making the music really, mm. but like they keep. Teasing little things happening. It's like, like the first thirty minutes of uh, Straight Outta Compton. Where you're yeah. like, all right, cool. Yeah, I mean, it, this it's is how everybody's coming together. It's real cool. It's on Hulu. Nice. Um, how many episodes do you think? Eight total. Eight. How long each episode? Hour. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, and then really quick, uh, before we move on from here, shout out to David Diggs, who is in talks to play Sebastian. Sebastian in, the Crab, baby. David Diggs, one of the two main characters yeah. in uh, uh, Blind Spotting. He's also in the original cast of uh, Hamilton. Uh, and then Rafa, Rafael Casal is also in the reboot of Scary Are You Afraid S- of the Dark? Uh, yeah, are, are You Afraid of the Dark? And so that first episode is now live on YouTube for you everybody watch to it. just it's watch it. awesome. Yeah, it is. It's you, freaking awesome. You are it? You Afraid of the Dark? It's a miniseries they're doing now on Nickelodeon. It's three hour long things, and it's just like it's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, this shit is dark for Nickelodeon, man. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Fuck yes, and, so yeah, and Rafael's Rafa, awesome. In yeah, Rafa is playing. Uh, I forget the character, the Mad Hatter, the Top Hatter, Mr. Top Hatter, Mr. Top Hatter. Yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah. is. Uh, really and the cool. trailers make him look really fucking cool, so I'm excited to watch him in that. Cool. Our next news story: Disney Plus offering a new three year discount deal. Just want to put this out there for anyone that's looking for a deal. You can get three years for 141? No, is that right? Sorry. Oh, 169. There it is. Uh, 141 was the D23 deal that still going on. It looks like it's still going on till like October 11th. D23 deal? Yeah. Let me see. October 10th. So till tomorrow. So. Yeah, let me see. The deal is right. actually still available to D23 members until October 11, mm-hmm. and it's free to sign up at the lowest level to qualify, which is, yeah, free, right? My favorite uh, bit from this news was Gary Whitta made an announcement yesterday. Oh, my God. Gary Whitta tweets, big, big news. I'm excited to be able to announce that I just signed a major three-year deal with Disney+. Plus. $169 for 36 months works out to less than $5 a month of $40 <laughs> what, what savings overall. What a I shit. Love, I love so good. Yeah. My well. response to that tweet was, they had us in the first half. I, I'll admit that. <laughs> so yeah, all you have to uh, to do is go to Disney Plus, sign up, uh, site, and enter the promo code park, parks pass three years. And We're a month away. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to do world. that, and if, you, you, if you're you watching this live or eyes. on the day that we post it, you still have time to get a D23 me- deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the, our last news story, mm. one that I'm really excited for. Yeah, it's really it's depressing, dumb. though. Fuck, man. What? It's, it's depressing. It's uh, not. Look at that fucking price tag. Okay. All right. We'll get there in a second. Yeah. Marvel's Infinity Saga box set of all 23 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm so excited. Uh, so it's 23 movies, each in 4K, uh, individually packed in these little sleeves that are beautiful. The it's it's expensive. It's 550, which honestly isn't expensive for what this is. That's like, what, that's my I, stance. I, I, I know that that people, sucks. I they, know that sucks. But that's also 23 movies. 4K. That, A lot of these movies were just for the first time released in 4K, and they're still at retail for mm-hmm. like. $35. And and Tim and I were talking, it's going to be like when Disney Plus comes out, it's only going to have four of the movies and long term, how many movies are they going to have? I don't know. Are they going to have the Spider-Man movies? It's still unclear. I don't know, man. Like this I I like I I was started buying them. I think I own four MCU movies right now, and then I stopped and I was like there's going to be something like that has them all together. So I'm going to wait. And I kind of want to get it. Yeah, I, I'm just not in a financial place that I can right now, but yeah, I yeah. definitely would want this. This is what I have been waiting for. It's November for. 15th. So, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's also very limited edition. One of the weirdest... They haven't said... On the article that I was reading, they said that like they hadn't said how many are out there, 
So I saw a number somewhere. I don't remember what it was, but I think it was three thousand. But uh, this is one of the weirder announcements that uh-huh. Marvel and Disney have made, yeah. where there's no real official kind of like, here's what this is, and here's like right. everything to look at. It's just a pretty low quality JPEG that's out yeah. there. Yeah, uh, Barry, can you click on the link and follow it through? Yeah, um, that's l- lets you know what's in there. There's yeah. a lithograph. There's a yeah. bonus uh, thing. There's a letter from Kevin Feige and stuff. But and there's also the bonus disc that has like a bunch of stuff they've recorded over the years and yeah, like never exciting. posted. It's very exciting. That all I'll be online. I hope I hope that, that they uh, do a version that's a little more accessible without all like the bonus stuff of just the movies and make it a little cheaper. That's I mean cool. the bonus <laughs> stuff. They're th- I I really feel like they're just because it's one disc, you know, like. Yeah, that, there's well, not. That I, much. I'm not talking about just the disc. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, like so you're this saying stuff. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying like just give I, me just give me the movies, make it a little cheaper, then maybe I can get in on this. You know, I can't wait. I can't wait till DC does their version of this, but none of the images line up because they're all <laughs> fucked up. They couldn't get their shit together. God, <laughs> uh, I, I do. Batman's half Ben I heard Affleck. You ch- I heard you chuckle, and now I realize it's you it's great setting joke. that up in your mind. Great joke. I love the uh, decision to have the title screens from the movies on each of the things. Yeah, like when you see Iron Man three, it actually says Iron Man 3 spelled out T-H-R-E-E which is such a weird decision they made but I like it. It's just cool. I love the colors. I love the, the art that it makes. Like To me, style wise, this is exactly what I would want from these type of collections mm-hmm. which is just keep it sleek. Don't put it in a goddamn Infinity Gauntlet. Don't do any of the like mm-hmm. just chintzy ass stuff. This is nice. I want to see what the box looks like closed. But yeah, unfortunately I'm not a place that I can get this but I definitely would want it because I don't think that we're going to see these movies collected in this way. Too often. We're going to see different versions of it, but the Spider-Man stuff, the Hulk stuff, like it makes this complicated. Um, But I feel like this is such a great end point to collect, to have this Mm -hmm. one thing if you care. I don't need Blu-ray and 4K 4K. UHD. I'd rather 4K and digital, but hey, beggars can't be choosers. (sighs) Choosers can choose where we go to lunch today. Holy shit, dude. Do you have any interest in in this crazy box set? Uh, no, I don't yeah. keep stuff like this in my apartment. And my and my thing is like, I, I when I want to watch the movies, I'll just go rent them or find them someplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually we're all gonna get Disney Plus because they're gonna own everything, so yeah. it'll just be there at some point. But like, there's still I, I understand Tim's like, I like the quality off a of 4K disc. There's still something that like it looks better, with the exception of like when they have like Dolby Atmos. And other things like oh, that. I mean, this is undoubtedly yeah. going to be better than however fucking yeah. fucked up version I'm going to watch. I want this box so bad. Like when I'm watching it on Netflix, I mean, I'm watching it on 1080p TV. That's pretty old. So that's really yeah, sad. that's the other problem too is that these still don't have the IMAX versions. The mm. 4K versions for things like Guardians and uh, the Avengers movies still don't have the correct HDR shit. And it's just like. Come on, guys. Yeah. Like, there's just little tweaks that if they had that stuff, I'd buy this. I'd figure out a way to get this. The the IMAX versions probably won't come to discs ever because IMAX is doing its own yeah. streaming thing. It's really sad. It's crazy. Really upsetting. Well, yeah. I'll just come over to all your houses and watch them. Excellent. How's that sound? Yeah, it sounds great. Kevin makes a charcuterie board that I hear is It's excellent. very good. Yeah. It's very Shows good. Kiss. All right, guys. Now let's talk about some trailers. Trailer, 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 trailer talking. Thank you. The first trailer that I hey, want to talk to. Before just we do, to can I play this one sound effect I've had queued up for a while? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, this is the daddy boy. Put your mic towards the thing. Want some candy? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan! 
the kill the ice the little kid? Tribesman, Al Tribesman, you can go baby. That's kind of funny. You get a fun thing like that for yourself. Want some candy? Want some? Want some candy? Nick, yeah. We got our first Picard trailer. What do you think? I think it looks great. Yeah. The fact that that they're bringing back the old cast. I mean, Data notwithstanding, I think they could have done a little bit better uh, job yeah. on that wig. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Data's there. Uh, they got back Riker. They got back Deanna Troy, who looks like they're together now, which is great. I went. Maybe they have I don't a kid know, as well. I don't know why, but when when they showed Riker, I like. It, I didn't expect it to be him, him that old. And like when he turned around, I like gasped and was like, "Oh my god!" But I knew he was in the movie. But it was still like that was a cool moment. That's to a see great the trailer, moment. Yeah. It's a great moment to see. Uh, yeah. well, I forget the actress's name, but the woman who played Six Deanna Troy. Nine, seven, seven or nine's in there. Jerry Ryan's in there as well. Um, it's this is what you want with a Star Trek show. I mean, I know people have different perspectives on what this, what would they want Star Trek to be. I happen to love Discovery season one and two. I enjoy it very much. And the too. fact that they're looking, that this looks like it's going to be a really like uh, like a. Uh, Almost a movie played out over yep. the span of the series looks cool. Jonathan Frakes coming back. I think he, I'm sure he's probably directing a couple of them as well. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know, man. He might, maybe I don't know, but he directed a lot of the original um, uh, Ander- or, uh, Next Generation episodes. Yeah, um, it's awesome. It, it looks, looks cool. It looks really cool. And Tim, I was utterly shocked by how awesome this looks because I don't know Star Trek at all. Mm-hmm. I just know I know the movies, the recent JJ movies, mm-hmm. um, and Justin Lin, but. I, I I know that people revere Next Generation yeah. and all that stuff. This trailer really, to me, seems like they're just nailing what they're attempting. And I appreciate that so much as a fan of so many different franchises mm-hmm. and seeing a lot of things miss the mark when they do this type right. of like celebration show of like, you know what? We're giving the people what they want. But I think that them going with Discovery first and it being as big of a success critically as it is setting the stage for this being like, all right, this is actually going to be good. If this was just the first thing announced, I think a lot of people would be like, have the, put it in the same category as Cobra Kai or Girl Meets World, where yeah. it's like, it's a cool idea, but like, meh. Mm. Whereas this is like, oh shit, they've proved that with the budget and uh, situation that they have now, they can do really cool stuff, and now they're going to do cool stuff with the characters we want to see. Oh. And 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 that's, I mean, going back though, I mean, even with the, with Discovery with Pike and the, with the tie-ins, mm-hmm. the Enterprise and all yeah. that stuff, I trust I trust them. And and this yeah, is it's, awesome. It's cool that like, Discovery takes place after Enterprise, before uh, the original series, before that, yeah, because like that gave them a little bit of like. Leeway to play around with stuff. Give them a lot like, of leeway to play around yeah. with stuff, and to get a lot of leeway to play to yeah. flesh out characters that we never really got a chance to right? see. Right, where we just Pike. see Pike for thing. When and he's and the all guy that two. plays Pike is awesome. He I does want a more great Pike. job. I want a Pike series. Now. Uh, there, I think we might be getting more Pike. That'd be amazing. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, you got one of the world's greatest actors to come back and reprise a role that made him famous. That mm-hmm. that most, and this is what I love most about this is that most actors of his caliber would not go backward. But he was like, no, there's still some meat on that bone. I, there's still some stuff to explore there. It could be cool. Well, and you know that part of him is just like, guys, remember when we used to do fucking like party our asses off? We made this show. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's get the band back. Why not, right? Yeah. It's fucking Absolutely. awesome. Uh, Discovery also dropped a t- trailer, and we got a trailer for um, the Star Trek short. Like, it's a, the, the series of like short 
little mini short, shows. Short tracks or whatever they yeah, are. Short yeah, short tracks, that's it. I'm not a fan uh, of those. Really? Oh. Yeah. I was not a fan, to be fair, because I went into an episode and you that you need to watch those yes. for context, and I don't like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, if it's in, I'm one of those people that's like, don't tell me I got to yeah. read a comic book to fucking have context to the movie. Like, don't do this shit. Yeah. And the short tracks to me, I'm like, the they're short, cool, but they're, I'm like, put it in a fucking episode. The trailer that it. they put out looks really interesting. It's all about the tribbles. And that's awesome. Yeah, like right, we fuck, actually fuck. we actually see how bad things can get with the, the trouble tribble. with triples. Yeah. Did you see that episode? No. no. Keep, it's about these little free animals. Well, I'm well yeah, aware. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um anywho, I can't wait for this. Let's move on to our next trailer. Um just want to touch on this one quickly. The Richard Jewel? 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 Is it Jewel? Jewel? Okay. Yeah, it looks amazing. Looks really Cast good. Is fantastic. Yeah. And by the way, I loved that guy in Itania. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. He's so good. He's so that great. Guy. Yeah. He's so great. Good. Yeah. Uh, what did I see him? And I think I saw him. I think he was in Black Klansman as well. I could be wrong yes. about that. But he played one of the, one of the, the dipshit the, Klansmen. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. He's great. This looks fucking great. And it's one of those really well cut trailers where Richard they Jewel. they get him to start saying the thing over and over yeah. again, and you're like, what are they gonna do to this poor yeah. guy? I don't know. I don't remember that story at all, so I'm yeah. going in blind, and I'm not going to look up how it ended. Okay. it's And Kathy Bates yeah. is in it. She's phenomenal. It, it, this movie looks fantastic. Can't wait for it to come out. Moving on to our next trailer, another quick one. Onward. I've said Pixar. this before, and I stand by it. I just don't think Pixar movies trailer well. Mm. Like, mm. the movies are always great, but when you see a trailer... Nah, not always. What's up? Not always. Good Dinosaur sucked. Cars 2. 90, 99% of the time. Yeah. Cars brave? They're, they're great. Overrated. Cars 1. What did you say? Brave? Yeah. Overrated. Yeah, all right. all sure. the Cars movies. Yeah. No, just Car, Cars 2. Cars 3. Pretty good. Cars 3. Cars 1 wasn't terrible. Was Cars 1. Fan fucking yeah. tastic. I would say Cars 2, 3. Nah, not, not so much. No. Doesn't matter. Trailers. Never good. Mm. They're always just kind of like. I felt I, like Onward's first teaser that they gave us. Kind of like was a little too vague and like I, don't I know thought it was, was better going. than this one though. Like really? there's a lot of elements they're introducing in this. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie about? It's this weird. movie looks fun and interesting to, to, you know, like I I want this trailer house now gotten me excited for actually watching this movie. And it did the opposite for me. I, if this wasn't Pixar, I would not watch this movie. Yeah. No matter what. It's a good. I mean, Pixar has a lot of good goodwill with me. Yeah. After the last fifteen movies they made that were phenomenal, that made me cry. So yeah, I'll probably see this one. Yeah. But yeah, the trailer. I'm with Tim. The trailer is not great, but it is. It's Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, right? Yeah. 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 That's a good cast. Chris Pratt. I like him so much. God, I like him all. Everything he says, I'm just it's a great like, ah, I keep going. I think uh, Julia Julie Louise Dreyfus is yeah. in this as well. The mom. Yeah. Awesome. Let's go. All right, move on to trailer number three: The Walking Dead universe. So this is the new Jordan Volt Roberts project. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming in spring. It's the third Walking Dead show now. So there's The Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead, and then this. It's interesting. They're doing this. It reminds me a lot of Fear of the Walking Dead, where in concept, this is really cool. In execution, I don't understand what it's going to be. Because check this out. So Fear of the Walking Dead did the whole thing where like we're going to take place when the outbreak first happens mm-hmm. and we're going to deal with that. They go through that within three episodes and then they're just Jump. in the apocalypse yeah. and they might as well be Walking Dead and right. now, God damn, they're in it. They are totally crossed over and like fear is bad. Bad, bad, bad. Now. I, I thought fear was bad from the beginning. That it first was. Ep- like, the first couple episodes was like, oh, this is a cool concept. And then Season three, like somewhere around season three, it started getting good and then they just fucking shit the bed mm-hmm. hard. Uh, this- but this one takes place 10 years into the apocalypse, yeah. and it's kids that are in like a walled-off community, which is it might be the Commonwealth or whatever from the comics, um, that these kids have only lived in the zombie apocalypse and 
I have been walled in and going to school and there's this community that, that doesn't really need to deal with the zombies and shit. And they go outside for the first time to to see the world and all that stuff. And like in concept, that's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. In execution, this looks like Degrassi. It looks I like a bad this, Netflix yeah. high school comedy. It looks show like a about Nickelodeon show. Yeah, it does like I, the first fifteen seconds or thirty seconds of this trailer. I was like, "This is a cool concept." Yeah. Yeah. And then by the last scene, I'm like, "Nope." By the last don't ever scene, need to see this thing. The last scene, I was like, "What are they thinking? What the fuck? Why would they?" The, the tone shifts so comedic and like bad kind of comedy bad too. Comedy, yeah. man. Well, you know, and I'm also I just also don't need to see people another group of kids wandering wasteland again. I'm like, all right, we're good. Yeah, I mean, it's, literally, it's yeah. so funny that the first thirty seconds of the trailer. Like, whoa, this is cool concept. It's shot in an interesting way. Well, I, like, I, I, I liked when so, they started doing the VO and you're just like, like, wait, where is the like are they yeah. talking about when they're talking about the monuments and all this stuff? Right. It's like, oh, is this a shot of like a graduation that happened before? But like right. the words can kind of also mm-hmm. work for this. And it's like, oh no, shit, this no. Is yeah. This is now. And that's so cool. But then the moment that they get out, it's like, oh, you're gonna feel the walking dead this. Yeah. The interesting part about this, you're gonna brush away past from, and yeah. then get to just people walking in. Abandoned trains yeah. and shit. Oh, we're getting attacked by a zombie again. How? I didn't know it was going to be this bad. Well, we all did. No, we're ready this time. Oh, we're ready. No, you're not. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's it's the interesting aspect of this, to be positive for a second, is the promise of what the world is like when it starts to evolve. So you're seeing some of the zombies that are just, like, grown into the environment, and they're slower, and they're not, like... They're not as yeah, attacky they're, as humans. They're decomposing. You yeah, they're, they're decomposing. Not... So, like, that's cool. Like, that's Very one of the things cool. I really, yeah. really liked about... Um, Shit! What was that movie with Cillian Murphy where it was uh, twenty eight? Uh, oh, twenty eight weeks, weeks later. later. Weeks later, where um, well, all the zombies were dead, and that, that didn't have like decomposing. That's what I thought was cool about that. Right? Oh, was that eventually yeah, it was just a, if you live long enough, they whatever caused them, they yeah. just started dying because they couldn't move fast enough right. and feed themselves anymore. I like that concept. That's what my brain immediately goes like: What is the resolution to this, or what is the next mm. stage of this? Especially really if quick, the threat uh, is always there, because like yeah. even in this world, like you have to imagine when people still die in The Walking mm-hmm. Dead, they turn. Yeah. So it doesn't matter that like because then you you still always have zombies as a thing, right? You know, they really, know how to yeah. really quick. It's twenty eight days later. No, twenty eight weeks. Twenty eight days later. At, was I'm looking at the it first right one. I think they made a sequel. We're talking about the no. sequel though. No, I'm talking about the first one. Oh, Sorry. are you? Yeah, the first one was the one where they where he's it has an ending where. They're like driving around and they see the zombies and like they're just like on the side of the road because they just they just got slower. Doesn't it end? Th- well, I mean, them weeks going deals through with the it channels? as well. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Sorry. Like, well, weeks dealt with it as in like the zombies are over yeah. and then there's one more outburst. Okay. And then they're not over. Maybe I didn't see that. Second. Those yeah. movies are fucking. Great. They're great. They're fantastic. So, so Fuck man. I was first... just bringing up the one with Cillian Murphy. Which yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, sorry. That that first one's fucking. Insane. Thank you, Barry. That was the first one with fast moving zombies, and I was like, oh, that's really scary. They're really yeah. fast. They're really too. scary. Like, and I really strong. No, no. But I like the idea that they're like, like we're, we'll we'll get there one day with the science and like the stuff. And I'm like, fuck, that stuff's so cool. Like, I want to see a show that is about climbing back, climbing yeah. back yeah. from the apocalypse. They from talk the about that. They're like, our science will re-evolve like, to where we're going to take generations. And they see like maybe you know it would because it would take generations to yeah. get back to where you were pre-apocalypse right. if you know. It would take a long time. A There's long a, time. The thing is, like, you know, we're we're making a lot of assumptions that I think we're going to be right about, about it's going to take place with just these kids fucking walking mm-hmm. in the wastelands and shit. It's but easier to film. It'd be great if that was just the a bit, like half of the first half of season mm-hmm. one, and then they find the dad, and then the dad has been in a different community doing stuff, and, like, they're He's got a whole other family, the and they're like, yeah. could be cool, man. <laughs> could you do this to me, man? Like we've had, gonna so are you going to give this show a shot? Uh, I'm going to wait to see the reception of it and then go from there. I want this to be good. Mm. I, it doesn't look good based on this trailer. I think it's a weird call that they're not announcing what the name of it is. It's coming in spring. Oh, is it not called 
Walking Dead, Dead universe? universe? No, it said it said something else. The, in the, the title trailer. said Walking Dead Universe, uh, a new series. They said something at the end where they were like, "This is like Endgame or something like that." That I thought they were gonna. That no, was that was, was the end. Of, that was the end of uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Great movie. I might be wrong. <laughs> it might be called that, but that's a bad name. Uh, let's talk about what is coming to streaming platforms. First on Netflix. Tomorrow at midnight. Tonight at midnight. Tonight El, at midnight. El, El, yeah. El Camino. El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Uh, watch that if you want to watch the in-review. If not, know that the in-review is going to be here waiting on YouTube or Rooster Teeth. Yeah, we're going full spoilers in that one, mm-hmm. so beware. So I got to watch it too. Amazon Prime has High Life. You remember this movie, Nick? High Life. High Life, it's with um, Robert Pattinson, and he's like in space. We watched a trailer for it a long time mm-hmm. ago. He's in space, and uh, your light is on for some weird reason. Um, Tim, you're blinding the audience. Watch out, everyone. Don't drive your car and watch this at the same time. as uh, He's in space with his daughter on a spaceship with everyone dead, and he's trying to get back to Earth or something. Oh, okay. It looks really like weird and heady, so that's on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out. Cool. And on Hulu, Little Monsters, uh, another zombie apocalypse movie where some girl is like, um, it looks like she's like a kindergarten teacher, and then zombies are coming to attack, and she's trying to fend them off. Oh, this looks great. But it looks like a post-zombie apocalypse movie. Okay. Interesting. Also a, Fred, a great Fred Savage movie. Little Monsters. Oh, right, right. This is not that. Uh, out in theaters near you, we have The Addams Family. Oh, wow. Which doesn't doesn't look great. Yo, it looks really bad. Yeah, it looks really bad. But let's move on. I like the style of it, though. I yeah. like the way it yeah, looks. Yeah, but okay, yeah. here's the thing. The Addams Family 1 and 2 are phenomenal. Phenomenal Halloween movies. Find them and watch them. Classics. I love them so much. Classics. Um... And Except I think, for the very the last five minutes of the first one where they're like, you've been fasting the whole time. Like, really? Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Let's explain that away with a line Also, Gemini Man is coming out. So if you want to watch that in like if 120 wanna, hertz. If you want to watch someone get a motorcycle whipped. That movie's <laughs> going to tank. I'm, I kind of want to watch it now. I actually don't want to watch it. <laughs> I don't because that, of that the motorcycle the, was dope as fuck, though. Uh, I want the, more yeah. of that. The way it's being projected is why I want to watch it. Uh, yeah, and then in that too. Jexy's coming out, a movie that Tim that Nick thinks might be funny. That, I mean, the trailer <laughs> made totally me laugh, dude. Disagree. The trailer made me laugh, and I love Adam Devine. You guys are all monsters, mm-hmm. and you, you have no hope or life left in you. Last week, I asked you for your mini reviews on the Joker at the bronze tier level on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. You guys came in and wrote some stuff. Uh, Sam Mosier says, Joker's gripping film that's good but not great. Uh, jo- Joaquin Phoenix is incredible, but I didn't like the obvious plot twist, the little people humor, or how quickly Joker became a god to the people. I agree, Sam. Great points you're making here. BJ Bernardo says, I really liked it. The movie people should watch. In- this is a movie people should watch in theaters to give it your full focus. As the greatness of the story is in the details. I really enjoy how after the big reveal, no spoilers, uh, you start to question what is real. I didn't like how the story went from being about how society can affect one man to at the end how one man can affect society. I would much rather prefer his final speech focus more about him. Uh, Also, Phoenix and his uncomfortable ribcage. 
It really looked, yeah. it was an uncomfortable case. Yeah. Uh, that's commitment. Thanks uh, for reading this, Kevin. I know it's a lot of words. <laughs> also, how's your hot little, nope, not going to read any more than that. Almost got it. Almost got it. Chicharro. Uh, What's happening? Uh, Ignacio uh, Rojas says, what? What? Nick, keep going. Oh, Chicharro, got it. God. Uh, Ignacio Rojas says, I'm writing this as I'm leaving the theater, so these are my fresh thoughts. I'm having trouble saying that this is a good movie, but I don't think that it was bad. This isn't an enjoyable movie, and personally, I think that's how it should be. The Joker isn't supposed to be uh, an enjoyable character. He's a madman, so neither should his movie um, I think the, this movie does perfectly what it needs to be a Joker origin story. It's messed up. English is a second language, you prick. I'm not laughing at him. I know. I'm trying my best. <laughs> what are, you la- what are you laughing at me? Uh, no, no, he's laughing at me. I'm not trying to laugh. <laughs> Just keep going. The Turn main character isn't off. redeemable. <laughs> uh, the main character isn't redeemable. The city is on the verge of anarchy. Uh, this might not be a good movie, but it's a great Joker movie. I also believe this film greatly lends itself to be analyzed. I, I really agree. Uh, uh, there's a lot of... I forgot to say in what we've been watching, I did also see The Joker since last week's episode. Yeah. How'd think, you like it? I think it's very okay. I think it's, uh, it's very okay, too. Um, but it does lead to good conversations, I'd say. I, I don't think it's a good Joker movie whatsoever. I think they get close to doing that in the, in the end on the TV set and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but th- there's a lot of, like dipping their toes in the water and then they get a little too cold and they're like, oh, we don't want to go full Joker. And people saying like, yeah, it's a, it's uh, it's not supposed to be an enjoyable watch. It's supposed to be disturbing. And I was like, I don't find this. This jo- this movie's called The Joker. This is, All of the disturbing things he's doing in this movie are basic ass Joker things. Like, have you n- do you not know this character? I don't know. It, did, it didn't have that like surprise. Holy fuck. Like what is, ha- what is going on factor that mm. I feel like everybody seemed to have before I, think, I saw it. I think that there's a moment in the movie that kind of like is like a very there much is, a surprise. And it's like, Oh shit, this is a very Joker the, the, thing to do in a real world. The scene in his apartment with the two friends that come and visit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not that, the scene I'm talking about. Though. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the scene that like I enjoyed yeah. Because that felt like, oh, he's I mean, turning no, yeah. into the Joker. I uh, see. I thought yeah. that scene was a little much, but we've, yeah, we should, I, we, yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I But here we go. To... This is what I think the Joker does well. It lends itself um, well to, to conversation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, for next week's bronze topic, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is out. What reboots have surprised you, and why? Let me know what reboots have been a big impact. That you were like, oh, this is gonna suck, and it was great, or you were like, this is gonna be great, and it sucks. What's up, Tim? What the is reboot's it? out? Yeah. What do you mean by next? It's out, it's out next week. That's just the, uh, sorry. I was gotcha. using that as the, like my starting point. Jane Silent Bob reboot. It's coming out. It's coming out next week, and because of that, I want to talk about reboots. Okay. Sorry. Um. So yeah, let me know what reboots have come out that you know you were like, oh, this is a lot better, or a lot worse than I thought, and why? Okay. So uh, thank you for joining us today. I was your host. You can follow me on uh, Twitter or all social media at Kind of Funny Kevin. You can follow Nick at Nick underscore Scarpino. You can follow Tim at Tim Gettys. Uh, Go and watch El Camino so we can talk about it tomorrow. You have a good day. Bye-bye.